0: That knocking at the
3: door It's all your friends, you filthy whore Your husband's gone and we've got books And a bottle of wine to kill It's Hollywood, it's books It's gossip, I'm shook It's memoirs, it's martinis (laughs) It's Studio 54 It's Celebrity Book Club Come read it while it's hot Celebrity Book Club Tell your secrets, we won't talk Celebrity Book Club No boys are allowed Celebrity Book Club Club
4: Buzz me in, I brought the Quervo.
3: Hey, best, best friend.
4: friend! How the hell are you?
3: Good, happy Monday friggin' afternoon to you. Um,
4: you're looking totally um back to school vibes with your <laughs> outfit today. It's giving um, in 13 Going and 30 when Jennifer Garner does the redesign of a magazine and is like, no one wants to look at sad models. They want to look at happy people and just makes like the most Cole's like back to school catalog photo shoot.
3: The way she was so trad in that movie. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> she was like, actually, it's not about drugs and being. It's about babies and the suburbs.
4: And varsity jackets. Anyway, you're wearing kind of like a totally faded polo rugby shirt.
3: Big faded polo rugby. Blue American jeans by Calvin Klein. Mm, Yeah. mm, mm. I'm feeling super classic today because, first of all, it's finally fall. Thank you very much.
4: finally. The weather in New York, I have to say. I think it's one of our best Septembers yet. (laughs) Okay, because sometimes... I feel like it's so 90 for so long and still humid. And I just feel like there's been a crispness.
3: I mean, I forgot there were seasons, darling. I mean, as we all know, climate change, it's it's awful in the world. Darling, it's awful. And, you know, every year goes by and the summer is a little bit longer and a little bit hotter. And we kind of get used to the 90, the 95, the shorts.
4: Even to October. You know, I remember working in a virtual reality festival Mm. in early October in Staten Island. And I was sweating (laughs) in the Microsoft booth. But I was like, oh, I have to, like, dress semi-professional, as in just, like, wear pants. And I just remember being so sticky in my polo and pants in the Microsoft tent.
3: No, we don't think about the people who are affected by climate change. People no. who have to work booths.
4: Sometimes you're like, oh, people Outdoor. who live on coasts or in the Philippines or, you know, in right. more kind of tropical temperatures. But what about conventions and booths?
3: <laughs> people of booth experience in the Northeast during these long, hot summers. Um, are you still reeling from our insane dinner at Lavenue at Saxo Yeah, at sorry. It's,
4: it's a little crazy to just be so like... Act like everything was just how
3: which, it was which, last week. We'll talk about this in the VIP lounge. But yes, we did have
4: to a, give you a, a, a taste. If you aren't a subscriber yet, yeah, we went to La Avenue Saks,
3: an exclusive restaurant on the top floor of Saks Fifth Avenue that was closed down for our pleasure.
4: But it was still like open because there were still like insane women there with like there was cat faces. There was
3: insane like upper east side plastic surgery faces that were leaving the restaurant as we were entering. But
4: right, we got to stay there later. Yeah. Feels and like
3: they were like, why are all these like <laughs> kids and, and like here. SoundCloud rappers like coming <laughs> in? We need to go.
4: <laughs> I've literally never felt more fabulous.
3: No, that's not true. What about on your wedding day?
4: <laughs> I mean, my wedding day at the the, the court in Pensacola. <laughs> no, I mean it was. I would say walking into Saks, like when we were all fiending for a Mickey Blanco's omelet.
3: No, then it it did get like a little bit more post-apocalyptic when it was very, like, we weren't getting served food. But we'll save all of it. anyway,
4: I just want to give everyone a taste. Anyway, so that's what you have to look forward to. But, you know, I I would say we were quite a little bit indulgent this weekend.
3: We were. Perhaps a little bit too indulgent. You know, that's life. But... It 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 was it was very due
4: we for a reset. We were absolutely <laughs>
3: due for a reset, and I was absolutely due to reverse my diabetes. And in order to do that, we had to go back to the start. You know, go back to those ancient, ancient traditions and foods.
4: You know, people talk about paleo, yeah, and the caveman diet, yeah. You know, and searching for meat and rah rah rah. You know, mm-hmm. I'm going to eat a reindeer rare. Sure, but before that, right. It was nuts.
3: It was plants. Berries.
4: Plants.
3: I mean, okay, I wasn't there in Neanderthal times.
4: Same. And we, of course, we read the Bible and there was a lot of like gorgeous meat recipes in that.
3: There was a lot of gorgeous meat. But
4: again, that was in like prehistoric times. Like what were dinosaurs eating?
3: Well, how many dinosaurs were eating each other? Oh, they were um, cannibals? Yes. (laughs) That's the (laughs) the scientific term.
4: Danimals?
3: (laughs) (laughs) No, I mean, some were herbivores. But in any event, I mean, yes, meat can be ancient in a way, Fine. Um, but meat can also be bad. And the the non-meat diet is also known <laughs> as the plant-based diet. And it is one that our mayor of New York City, Eric Adams, is a huge fan of.
4: Guess I'm bearing the lead here. Okay, yeah. we read...
3: Healthy at, at last. last.
4: A plant-based approach to preventing and reversing diabetes and other chronic illnesses by, by Eric... Eric Adams. Mayor! Eric Adams, now, former borough president. Who was
3: borough president of Brooklyn when he wrote this and published this and was just running for mayor this time. You
4: know, cuz we've read books by politicians and we've read children's books by politicians, but we haven't read a cookbook and health book by a borough president. A
3: lifestyle, yeah. a cultural history book and a cookbook by a borough president turned mayor. <laughs> it is so insane to write this book. Like, politicians are always coming out with books, like, right before they run for a big office. It's almost always a memoir. Sometimes it's more of, like, a manifesto about their platform, like, their political platform some way. You know, Elizabeth Warren has, like, a fighting chance or whatever. Right. Barack Obama has his memoirs.
4: Right. It's to show his writings so where he came from. Right. Or, you know, it's the memoir after you leave the office. Right.
3: But never do you run for office. And And the year before, like, the big year when your big book's supposed to come out. That announces who you are, you come out with a diet and lifestyle book.
4: Like, I'm really trying to rack my brain here. Like, I mean, Arnold Schwarzenegger, no. Reagan, no. And not even a wife. Not even a first lady. No. This is Eric. This is Eric. Okay, and this is also the modern times we live in. Like, it's... This, in a way, is his manifesto. <laughs> it is a manifesto. it's about reversing diabetes. It is about other- reversing
3: diabetes and... I mean it I was like this book is very interesting. um I think there are a lot of political threads here that Tons, like yeah. absolutely like factor into how he views the world like as a former cop so the, for those of you who don't know, um New York City is. Many call it the crossroads of the world.
4: <laughs> it's super diverse. Um, and there's a huge police force.
3: Um, and Eric Adams is. A former cop and now is our mayor. And he won election last year um, in a crowded democratic primary.
4: Super crowded. And everyone was saying, oh, go Maya Wilkes. Maya Wiley.
3: There was, there was kind of. Who is
4: Maya Wilkes? Is like, an author?
3: I think you're just making people up. <laughs>
4: okay. Anyway, she lived in Demas, and she went to the same bagel place as me.
3: Maya Wiley, yeah. Yeah. There was, like, a big, like, push for the wood of the, like, the sort of leftist progressive kind of would be, and they kind of was a lot of, like, no one could really, like, rise to the top, and then this, the cop won.
4: And everyone, I feel like the kind of the center lib parents really wanted Catherine Garcia, who was, like, head of, like, the trash yeah. union.
3: former trash. And then... Me, like, former Scott Stringer employee, was being like, everyone vote for my, for my friend for Scott. For my friends,
4: like, my dad's friend. Everyone's like, no. And then he got
3: Me too like, during the campaign.
4: And then, like, that other woman. And then
3: Maya, Maya Wiley was trying to be the one who was the most just, like, ditmas and, like, normal right. MSNBC. Granola. Like, granola, like, TP for the seven-year-old named Langdon in the guest room. But
4: then, of course, she got, like, 2% of the vote. Anyway, yeah. Eric Adams...
3: Is our mayor, and he is vegan. He is very into crypto.
4: You know, he's the modern mayor in this way, where I feel like it's like this is his Gotham now. He's pro nightclubs, but he's also like pro condo. Yeah, but is anti fast food. Yeah, I mean he's
3: he's like Bloomberg, but having a lot more fun. Yeah, he's
4: Bloomberg at the club.
3: Yeah, and like Um, his
4: suits are also very tailored and. He is a member of the Bond Club, and he always goes to Osteria La Baia. <laughs> and there was a viral video a few months ago of him and Cara Delevingne, where he's <laughs> like, just—I yeah. feel like
3: he was at Lavenue at Saks, like in that video, <laughs> and he's just standing
4: still. And I feel like that was the first video, also, where people were like, "Wait, Cara Delevingne like, has a problem and is like a huge methad alcoholic." Yeah. And and she was like, she kind was of like crazy. gyrating, like Gyrate. on the mayor. And, and he was just, just, kind just of like, okay, okay. Well, got it. So, Eric Adams is not married, but he has a long term life partner. De <laughs> like, facto, he
3: always uses these phrases. He's always just
4: like, my, my better half, yeah, like
3: my, my lady, my lady,
4: <laughs> Tracy. And she is like, head of like the superintendent of all New York City public schools or something like that.
3: Was she that before? Yeah, okay. before
4: because he he's like, you think my job is hard? Well, Tracy's oh, right. job is even harder. She works twelve hours a day, and when we like reverse. Wait a minute! Wait a minute! I thought Tracy was his sister. What? Tracy is his lover.
3: But he's but he goes on it with his sister.
4: No, that's his girlfriend.
3: Wait a minute. Okay. Wow. now... Okay, okay. Wait. This is changing the book <laughs> a little bit. Because they live
4: together, and you were like, "Wow, <laughs> he lives with his sister." Why are they like? Doing no, but all he these... was like, "And I call my sister because we do everything together." No, that's his girlfriend. He also gets his sister and his mom in the diet, but. Tracy is his girlfriend. Okay, so anyway, the premise of
3: the book <laughs> <laughs> is our vegan crypto mayor, he is a, I want to say he's like a 40-something borough president, and he's overweight, and he goes to the doctor, and they're like, you have diabetes.
4: He prefaces and- it by being like, you know, in my family, it was just a ticking time bomb. Like, everyone had diabetes. Yeah, kind of talking about how a lot of... The black the, people are the, like prone the, to diabetes. The
3: black community um diabetes is a huge issue and heart disease and obesity and early death and and he talks about you know the confluence of factors socioeconomic and the health disparities that contribute to this and also diet. Okay, this is his girlfriend Tracy. Yeah. Oh, okay, she's gorgeous.
4: And they're at the Met ball and if you look at their insane outfits like he's in this kind of like tree of life tux. Yeah. And her dress has some text that says, like...
3: It has text. It looks like it just has this kind of, like, gorgeous fern growing over it. They both kind of have that Halloween of the cheeks that people who are vegan get, which also Mark Cuban has and Moby has, and which I may start to have, as I am now plant-based after reading this book starting yesterday. So... Let's get into it. But I want to just finish describing this book for a second.
4: I want to finish describing the book for a second.
3: (laughs) (laughs) But wait, because this is actually what converted me and I was like so shocked by it. So blah, blah, blah. He goes to the doctor and they're like, you have diabetes. And... Basically, like you're just gonna have diabetes forever. Now you may go blind. Like you're gonna need to take this medication forever. He this wakes is how well. It works. He
4: wakes up literally blind one day.
3: Like yeah, he's like I was semi blind, semi blind. Right Which eye. I was
4: like, I don't know if you're fully blind, but he was like, I woke up blind. And he tells this story about how like they went to like a family gathering once, and like his mom left her diabetes pills and they were like who has one and like everyone had one oh, no, like mean, everyone starts yeah. shaking
3: the pills and he's like in my family like everybody in our community we just called it sugar so he goes to the doctor they tell him his, his diabetes so he decides he like does his own research or whatever and he looks up this plant-based diet and and he like discovers that there was this tribe in Uganda that who had like, oh, like had zero instance of heart disease and they like did not eat meat. So he's like, I'm just going to try this plant first diet. Three months go by. He comes back to the doctor.
4: Well, he also goes to this insane lecture in Cleveland. He
3: goes to the lecture in Cleveland. With,
4: with And he tells his girlfriend who, yes, Stephen Redda's sister, which <laughs> I don't know what's going on in your family. I don't want to. Okay. <laughs> let's,
3: let's not go there. <laughs>
4: Okay. And so he goes to Cleveland with his lover because he says, me and Tracy, we do everything together.
3: Okay. This is making more sense that it is lovers and not sisters. Yeah. He
4: wasn't just like, me and my sister went to Cleveland together. (laughs) And they go home. And so they just get out trash bags. And they just start throwing out, which is also I feel like the classic thing in any diet where it's like you go through all your cupboards and you throw at everything that like doesn't fit in it. And he's like, they're throwing out and he, they come home and they see he describes it as piles of Big Mac boxes. So that is the other thing about this is like it's also not like I would say he was just being like steakhouse and like big steak every night, which he obviously like was, but it was like also a lot about him being addicted to fast food to calm him down as a cop.
3: Yeah, because he was a cop, and your cop, you're always like in the squad car driving around at three in the and morning. As we
4: know, hon- <laughs> Piggies, Piggies. getting but also piggies go to their trough uh, at 3 a.m. Stuff. It's very like him admitting, just being like, yeah, and the stress of just like being an evil cop every day. Like I did calm myself down with like Wendy's, and then I would like get home and I would have like a bucket of KFC and like, and then I would have Pizza Hut.
3: You know, you mow down a homeless person.
4: You need some pizza. Exactly. (laughs) You
3: got to roll over to BK. You got a Whopper.
4: He also kept on talking about how he was like always just like going to delis. And I was like, where? Because there was a huge confusion about where Eric Adams lived. Yeah. And everyone was, like, accusing him of only living in New Jersey.
3: He was like, no, reporters, come over to my house. And they go over to his house, and it looks like this house has been, like, so staged. And it was just, like... One bed. It was, like, (laughs) one bed. And it was just, like, all the books were, like, thrown in the shelves. But, like like backwards and like side to side like some of the books were just like... And he's
4: really trying to prove in this book in the beginning of like how he's so New York and like he's like, so I'm always at the bodega and here's the thing when you can only shop at bodegas because I live in New York City as a bodega goer is that there's actually not a lot of fresh vegetables at bodegas (laughs) and you're like, okay. No, (laughs) I mean... Right. You're not driving home to New Jersey to like a huge supermarket. The simplicity of some of the the
3: descriptive sections of this book where he's just like, sometimes at a bodega, it's hard to find fruits other than Welch's fruit snacks or a fruit based candy or Sour Patch Kids or a fruit ice cream. And you can't actually find any fresh fruits, which you actually need to go to places like supermarkets to find.
4: And he's like, sometimes actually at bodegas, you can find small packages of almonds, which are a nut um and they're (laughs) sold in small deli packages again i live in new york city i go to delis
3: okay so he may or may not live in new york however (laughs) he goes on his
4: diet do you think him and tracy really i guess this is totally new to you by the way that like he has a girlfriend (laughs) um when he said me and tracy do everything together i was like i don't believe that
3: oh like you're not seeing her around I guess yeah. now
4: there are these photos of them, like the Met Ball, but I'm like I feel like I'm constantly seeing photos of Eric Adams like
3: not with around her girlfriend.
4: not with the girlfriend.
3: Yeah, I think she's going to bed and he's like whining and dining so many realtors at Osteria LaBaya.
4: Right. And this again is him proving that like Men are dogs. Have, well <laughs> no, that they have this amazing relationship that they, you know, do together.
3: Um Although I could see it as like maybe they were a little bit more of like a unit before. And now he's just so busy.
4: (sighs) TFW, your man stops being (laughs) being borough president.
3: Yeah. And it's just like now he has no time for you.
4: So three months later, he goes to the doctor. The doctor is like, whoa.
3: He's he's down 30 pounds. That was
4: also, by the way, a shock of this book is that like the whole thing is about it's really not about like losing millions of pounds like when I started this I thought he was going to lose 90 pounds it's really about him losing 35 pounds yeah but reversing diabetes
3: yeah okay well you just gave away like the huge part of it but yes okay
4: I mean we're having a (laughs) okay (laughs) you're the one on your period today (laughs) Lily um let me finish describing the book Lily you gave it away
3: (laughs) well this is the exciting part that makes the book like such a page turner because it's like, he goes back to the doctor, and he loses as what you're calling the 35. The
4: 35.
3: And the doctor goes, I've never seen diabetes medication work this well. Your A1C levels are down. They were like through the roof before his like blood sugar levels. And now they're, he goes, it's like you were never even diabetic. He goes, how did you do it? And then Eric Adams goes, I stopped taking the medication two months ago.
4: And the doctor's like, what?
3: Jaw on the floor. And he's like, you literally reversed your diabetes- just by eating plants. Just plants. And, like, you know, I read that. And nuts. And nuts. And spices. And spices. But, like, literally go... So then he, like, gets his mom on it, and, like, she's 87 and dying or whatever, and he, like, flips her around and, like...
4: And then also, I think, his sister. And then
3: his sister, who is not dating.
4: And his girlfriend, Tracy, she used to come home after 12-hour days at the superintendent office and they would just flop on the couch. And he said, now, she says, Eric, what do you want to do today? Yeah.
3: Okay, wait. This makes so much of because I was just, <laughs> okay, I, I was thinking, I was just like, wow, sister and brother, and they're going to list like a live what? podcast or something. <laughs> they're going, and every they're night had his sister's
4: you. like, wait, what's up? What do you want to do up? tonight? Like, do you want to
3: like, go to Gowanus? And, like...
4: I know. When he said that, knowing his girlfriend, I was still like, wow, well, what did you do?
3: What are their activities? Yeah. Well, he drinks.
4: He does drink. So let's, uh, I, w- I would love to read the drinking passage.
3: Oh my God, the passage on alcohol.
4: So what about alcohol? Because that's a question in everyone's mind. You know what I mean? Everyone knows that water is good for us. <laughs> but what about alcohol? It seems every other day there's a new study saying that a glass of wine per day is good for us or that it's terrible for us. The truth is, We don't know for sure. Like, Well, I actually do think we know. but, But the science is clear that too much alcohol is very bad for us, raising the risk of everything from heart disease to obesity to breast, colon, and pancreatic cancers. To be on the safe side, I try to avoid alcohol except for special occasions when I like to sip some single malt whiskey. Politician stuff. Now, here's the best line in the book. So if you're hankering for a beer maybe try making a smoothie instead.
0: <laughs> Which, I love it.
3: I'm going up with Tracy. I'm rolling up at the, at, at this Gowanus, like, metery.
4: Like, I'm getting a We're, smoothie I'm going and bowling baked beans. with, like, three
3: other realtors. We're
4: going to, like, the Gowanus shuffleboard club. Everyone's getting
3: a beer, and I'm like, can y'all do a smoothie?
4: Also, <laughs> <laughs> what I really want to start doing is, like, the triple smoothie is like, okay, you've had, like, you have one smoothie. Everyone else is still grabbing beers. You're like, you know what? Let's do another smoothie. Yeah. <laughs> Smoothies all around. Okay, boys, yeah, they're still going out. Yeah, you're in your fifth smoothie <laughs> of the night. You're like, let's switch it up. Um, I wanna do beets. Um, I'll tell you my smoothie recipe that I usually do. Okay, I'm all yours. Almond milk, frozen blueberries, mm-hmm. chia seeds. <laughs> <laughs> A little bit of cinnamon, which Eric Adams says is one of the only spices he I'm used just like, before this so diet. i you're so
3: Lisa Rinna and it's like 8, eight ten a.m. When you're just like, mm, cinnamon powder.
4: Literally, yes. <laughs> and then I'll throw in one of our former sponsors um, oh, packets. Oh, athletic greens. I'll throw in athletic greens. Did I already say chia seeds? Sometimes I'll do a frozen banana also in there.
3: Whoa, damn. Yeah.
4: Okay. So yeah, I am Lisa Rinna, and I'm like, <laughs> I'm my <a> huge <laughs> island, and I'm whipping up a smoothie. But here's the thing about smoothies, is Eric Adams says that he'll have a smoothie in the morning, and it keeps him full till lunch. Whenever I have a smoothie, mm-hmm. I am pretty hungry.
3: Mm, Immediately?
4: Hour after. Okay. And I know some people put like peanut butter or more like insane powders in there, but I feel like it's not...
3: Well, but this comes back to this is a, a broader lifestyle thing. I think it's like if you're so used to your extremely heavy Italian nine eleven cop diet. Okay, wait—the nine eleven pasta scene no. where he's like, after nine eleven, we come into the one Italian restaurant that was open in Lower Manhattan, covered in ash and like dead bodies yeah. at four a.m. And, <laughs> and we get like deli- like huge, big, rubbery garlic he, dead like, pasta.
4: They would they oh they would welcome us with open arms and we'd be getting veal parm, chicken parm, rigatoni, <laughs> baked rigatoni, lasagna. So I was wondering, do you think that he's referring to Forlini's? Because which isn't open for 24 hours. Oh,
3: but for cops. They're... But for
4: cops, I feel like they were. Because
3: right next to the police station. And
4: he says it was on canal and I feel like he's just kind of.
3: Oh, he says it. Oh, I'm sure it literally was Yeah, it Forlini's. has to be.
4: And Forlini's always had that. RIP thing outside that said like Forlini's is a place for like judges and cops. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which also I makes mean, sense. I feel like people were of course tweeting after like the full flow of Forlini's tweets that were like, say Forlini's where's old New York? And then people were like wow, stop celebrating like a racist cop a bar. A cop haven.
3: Um, I mean it's like in Central Booking so. Yeah. Okay, all right, two big sort of cultural issues we need to discuss. So first of all This book was published in Britain. And I don't know if you caught that, but this book constantly refers, uses British vocabulary.
4: I guess as a non-British speaking person, I didn't catch that. Are
3: you? You're joking. You Um, did not notice that it keeps referring to weight in stone. And it'll just be like, I was 35 pounds or three stone. And you didn't notice that he like refers to like the prices of bananas in pounds. I
4: guess I did notice that but I was like, "Oh, he's just being like He
3: calls he calls an elevator a lift. He'll just be like, "Why t- like don't take the lift, take the stairs."
4: Okay, the stone thing, I was taking that honestly as like way more like um health book in way where it's like everything is like trying to confuse you a little bit where it's just being like <laughs> milliliters and Cavallaria is always like yeah no measure like two um centimeters Sorry, of oat what milk. Are you t-
3: <laughs> Anytime you see the metric system you're like that's the health <laughs> industry trying to confuse you.
4: That's i I mean literally They are, and that's why no one's losing weight. It's like, sorry, Americans like me know inches and pounds, okay? When you start putting so many crazy little numbers in there.
3: There's literally all this random he says like, um, just like you need to fill up your body, like fill up your car with petrol. You need to fill up your body with like fruits and vegetables.
4: You know, it's so funny what we each get and what we each are confused by, you know, whereas I didn't get the stones and the British speak. And then you're kind of missing the... I'm thinking that his girlfriend (laughs) is his
3: sister. Okay, so then if you look... Left (laughs) brain, right brain. So if you look and then you see that the book actually was published... by Bluebird and imprint of Macmillan UK and it's like so this is just oh. this is what I do not understand is why this book by a New York City mayoral candidate and like this book is specifically basically speaking to a black American audience like that he time and again he's like that is who he's talking about and he's literally a local American political candidate why was this published in the UK like that to me there is something oh. shady going on there and I'm like, the what? The reason I can think of is maybe it's because he needed this book to come out before he was running for mayor, and like the American like queue was like too full for books, and like but the British and this printers need to happen were like fast. And I'm like, it need to happen fast, or there's some other really random tax reason. Because it is also so him how he, like, doesn't actually live in New York and he, like, right. lives and in he's New like, Jersey. Oh,
4: no, I love bodegas. Um, I buy fa- – <laughs> everything I <laughs> buy at, at a bodega costs three quid. And, <laughs> <laughs> and my girlfriend and I do everything with each other. And You're she's like- totally not my sister. <laughs> 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 I'm
3: just, like, yet another – I mean – he just is so, he is so random. random and spy and I and do spy feel and, like... But he's also so Trump and just like hiring all his friends and he's just like Yeah, Who are I you? Right,
4: because like his brother's like his head of security and
3: Yeah, and like he hired like his best friend or something to be like head of the schools or something. He
4: doesn't even feel like almost even like New Jersey to me and we'll obviously get into this. How does he live? But like he feels like almost a little more cartoon character where I feel like he does have like a set of buttons that can like <laughs> uh, do powerful things. I guess my other theory, well oh, oh, this is, maybe this is what's British. Instead of saying food desert, he says food swamp, swamp, which sounds so British, like, hey, you live in a food swamp.
3: Yeah, it's really, really cockney random. Oh, and, and just like, like,
4: by the way, do come to our London show oh, October yeah,
3: 18th. October 18th, Tuesday. get those tickets, mate. Link in the boy. Um,
4: Food swamp, and that feels a little British and kind of the like, you know, I applaud you if you do stop drinking soda. But it's a little like mm, now if you do drink soda, like check yourself.
3: But I do feel like so much of the current language around food is very like all or at least in like liberal because now it's like conservatives are anti-seed oil and liberals are so like, um you know, being like nuts. I think liberals are more like Trader Joe's, yogurt-covered pretzels, like sweets, like pizza, more frozen foods and like do anything you want. You're saying
4: conservatives are being more – well, I feel like conservatives are being – new conservatives are more just like Jay Cutler, like cuts, just like –
3: They're like – maybe that's more paleo. But I guess I'm saying like in terms of the like – I mean, Eric Adams' argument is that all animal-based product is bad. Right, he's like and he's being, and
4: he's saying that, wait, that anecdote was amazing where he's, this book is also, I found it where it's just being like, in a way it's written where you're kind of like, okay, fiber, and I feel like he's copying and pasting a little, and then he'll say an insane anecdote from a cop. <laughs> <laughs> you're kind of like, okay, I'm reading a health book, and then he's like, my friend Larry had been on the force for 87 years, and he loved seafood, and for every meal he would have lobster, snow crabs, scallops, shrimp and more lobster and it's just like
3: and he thought that seafood was healthy and like had no calories and it's just like he's having like so much absolutely bathed in butter yeah and it's the most fried scallops butter
4: and he's like so it actually turned out that that,
3: he had stage three diabetes yeah and then he had
4: a heart attack and did die and he was only 53 and you're like this book is just only in extremes and he's like either you're a cop like eating a crab boil in your car yeah. <laughs> than getting burger king like or actually like you can only have have plants and smoothies
3: for the rest of your life
4: right celebrity book club, celebrity book club.
3: this episode is sponsored by Zocdoc. doc
4: you're trying to find a
3: cause for your symptoms achy back headache runny nose itchy eye wart on my genitals
4: So let me guess. You stumble down a TikTok rabbit hole full of questionable advice from so-called experts. Suddenly I have cancer? Uh, no
3: thank you. (laughs)
4: There are better ways to get the answers you want and the care you deserve from trusted professionals and not random people on the internet. Though randoms, I love you, and my TikTok addiction, yeah, it stands. But I'm
3: sorry, Lily, you shouldn't be getting medical advice from some girl in her grandmother's basement in Toronto.
4: ZocDoc helps you find expert doctors and medical professionals that specialize in the care you need and deliver the type of experience you want. That's right.
3: Ditch the talk, get the doc. ZocDoc is the only free app that lets you find and book doctors who are patient reviewed, take your insurance, are available when you need them, and treat almost every condition under the sun.
4: No more Dr. Roulette or scouring the internet for questionable reviews. With ZocDoc, you have a trusted guide to connect you to your favorite doctor you haven't met yet.
3: Mm, I love a trusted guide, like the time I climbed to Machu Picchu on the Inca Trail with a team of Sherpas. Millions of people use ZocDoc's free app to find and book a doctor in their neighborhood who is patient-reviewed and fits their needs and schedule just right. So find your Sherpa at ZocDoc.com. Go to ZocDoc.com bookclub and download the ZocDoc app for free.
4: Then find and book a top-rated doctor today. Slay. Many are available within 24 hours. That's Z-O-C-D-O-C dot com slash book club. ZocDoc.com slash book club. Ditch the talk!
3: But I guess I, I guess I, what something struck me was like the cultural argument. I was like, okay, well maybe if someone finds that the historical argument that he's making like effective and interesting, like maybe that's useful. And like as Al Sharpton also there's another one with the hollow cheeks. Yeah,
4: well, and... Who's
3: lost a lot of weight.
4: Another one who he references yeah, Bill. Oh, de Blasio? Clinton. Oh, God, Bill, of course, yeah, okay. And he talks about, well, you know, Bill now has, you know, wakes up and he has my Lisa Renna smoothie, yeah. and Bill now is also hollow.
3: Yeah, hollow-cheeked, but um, is not dead. And no. The, but Al Sharpton is also like, no, I, I'm not going to be on the slave diet. Like, I am going to have, like... And, like, now... And, like, how he, like... Al Sharpton takes Pete Buttigieg to Sylvia's to, like, show him, like, what not to eat. But then Pete Buttigieg, like, is having...
4: Of course, Pete like, is, like, meeting Al Sharpton at Sylvia's and, like, kind of eating the fried chicken, and, but also kind of not on Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
3: anyway, it's sketchy that this book is British. But, okay, but then also the part where he was, like, and kale was brought to Africa by the colonizers, and he's, like, but then he's, like, pro-kale. And I'm, like, you could just as easily say, well, then kale's bad because it's, like, colonizer right. food. Right
4: colonizer kale
3: that's why it's just like think we should like leave the cultural arguments at the door when we're talking about the healthy choices that we're making
4: well it's also like this thing of being like no don't like eat this cultural food that's like heartwarming to you because like of it's the
3: actually like a bad it's like you could just find a good or bad story about anything because everything is always like absorbed and you can make new meaning out of foods all the time
4: like i definitely get, understand his argument but it's also like well then to like ignore all this like culturally important food and be like it's all bad never eat it like seems extreme
3: well yeah it's because it's just a little bit arbitrary how you're making a different story about it. i mean the fact of the matter is a ton of fried meat all the time bathed in salt and sugar is, is
4: bad, bad for you. <laughs> and if you're a cop and you eat it 900 times a day followed by 4 a.m italian
3: it's like for the most part he might be right so i'll say this i'll say this I started the plant-based diet yesterday. Okay. I feel what amazing. You, uh, I,
4: I mean, I was already like, I roll it back in my head of you like having like one apple and being like, my life.
3: Okay. Well, I'm sorry.
4: changed.
3: <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, why don't you know, you try it and then you make fun of it because it's actually working for me.
4: Oh, okay. T- sure. And sure. it's reducing
3: inflammation in my body and I'm feeling like I have more energy. I made a beautiful lentil dinner last night.
4: Okay. Tell me how you prepared it.
3: I... Made the lentils in water, mm-hmm. um, and I then I made a side sauté of onions, pepper, mm. garlic, a lot, ton of red wine vinegar, mm. um, and fresh basil from my basil plant that I grow or from your garden, from my garden, <laughs> yeah. from my indoor garden, my hydroponic garden. It's not hydroponic. <laughs> um, and then fresh, fresh tomatoes that I like arranged like just on top of the kind of presentation at the end.
4: Um, no, I'm so supportive of your plant-based diet because I have also, today, Oh, s- started, not only started the plant-based diet.
3: You had to release a smoothie this morning,
4: um, but
3: this morning I had cashew yogurt, which I'll admit, it's not as nice as Greek yogurt.
4: Wait, so did you start the plant-based at night or what did you have in the morning?
3: In the morning, I just had like a handful of nuts.
4: <laughs> Wait, what <laughs>
3: and a seltzer okay yeah
4: nuts and a seltzer and then and then nothing to the lentils
3: I had no I had hummus and some crackers which were vegan okay
4: amazing um, and
3: then some like sweet red peppers I love that yeah thank you
4: um I was in a way so I honored like southern traditions and mm-hmm. I had Annie's mac and cheese mm-hmm. yesterday for part breakfast. of your rich cultural <laughs> my heritage. Black cultural Growing
3: heritage. up in Cambridge, Massachusetts, which is your Annie's ancestors the... ate Annies.
4: <laughs> and um, then for an early dinner I had um, my girlfriend and I got Tibetan and I would say everything was so plant based except for the lamb. <laughs> 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 like <laughs> Um, you know, we got like a tally. so it almost it was, like, cancels out the lamb. It, it literally does, because there was like a little thing of rice, and then just steamed greens, and then some like arrow pickled arrowroot beets, lentil soup, arrowroot beets. I'm actually just guessing it was arrowroot. There okay. was it was like a white, maybe it was some sort of radish. It was like a crisp. Sauced but like some sort of root
3: veggie, yeah. yeah,
4: and then beets, and then a lentil soup, and then in one, you know, side there was some lamb. So, so you know what I mean? It was basically plant based.
3: And that's one of the Eric Adams says is he's like maybe start with meatless Mondays, like just start having a little bit less meat in your diet. He's like you don't have to go cold tofurkey at once,
4: and he says you know, also <laughs> tofu, just open your mind a lot of his tips are open your mind you know he would say Tofu I'd be like that's disgusting
3: well and again he like keeps like writing this specifically for his this like you know his community again which is why it's so weird that it's published in Britain by
4: Hay House by Hay House uh
3: (laughs) Because he's just like, I know you love this whole food. And so just right. like a little less whole food on Wednesday and like maybe some more vegetables on Thursday. You're like, okay, I'm sorry.
4: I'll have tofu. tofu, Too tofu.
3: Okay, but the part where he's like, I don't trust oil. And he's like, actually, olive oil? He's like, sorry, that's, it's good. Like people say it's a good fat. Honey, that's too much fat.
4: He also says, okay, I'm like, I can't right, go that's vegan a really with good, no. I can't go even with no. That's the segue. Me. And I think I'm going to bring out. I made one of his recipes. Okay.
3: Those are the books. This is a huge The reveal. back of the book has some incredible recipes. I was going it.
4: to say, it's because I thought this was actually going to be, this whole book was going to be a lot of recipes. That's really the recipes are at the end. And he also says, not only does he trust oil, he doesn't trust recipes. Yeah, <laughs> He's like, I don't trust recipes. Like, Why do I need to follow this thing? But he's like, but I do have recipes in this book. It's like, also so random and evil politician of him. And he's like, there are recipes in this book and you can follow them. But like mostly just like do your own research online. And it's a lot about doing your own research online. And then, you know, come up with your own stuff and get comfortable.
3: But like when he says, there are plenty of ways to cook without oil. I love to saute my vegetables. But instead of oil, I use water, stock or wine. If I'm making bread, I use applesauce, a squashed banana or a sweet potato.
4: But he's saying stock. So he's saying vegetable stock, not chicken stock.
3: And the next time I make lentils, I'm going to use vegetable stock because yeah. I will say they were tasteless. <laughs> um,
4: <laughs> um, and so I guess let's get into it.
3: Um, so what recipe did you make?
4: So I made, as an Italian, I was like, because there's a lot of stuff in here when I was choosing what to make. Like vegans, I would say love cashew. Like it's all about cashews. I have to say the cashew
3: yogurt I had this morning was gross. And but I remember there's that pizza
4: place screams or whatever that's like vegan pizza and like it's all cashew based. And like there was and so and much cashew like, shit in
3: Kristen Cavallari's cookbook that was also gross.
4: Well, so this is what I found while cooking through his cookbook. Is it's exactly the same as Kristen Cavallari's cookbook. <laughs> and it's weird because it's almost exactly one year ago today. That we did Kristen's cookbook okay chills yeah little chills so this is what frustrates me about like being plant-based or trying to be like healthy there are recipes in this book that are just like a black bean salad or you're like actually using fresh vegetables and he goes on this whole rant about how like I have a friend who says she's vegan but she just like goes and gets like cauliflower steaks and like fried cauliflower and like all those like nasty vegan like fried things um but then What he does, and what Kristen does in this, is pour cashews and oat flour in every fucking recipe. And it's like, stop with the oat flour. Yeah. So this features oat flour. This is a spicy quinoa meatball. Um, It is quinoa. So I just made quinoa. You reserve it. Then it's onion, bell pepper, two jalapenos, carrot, parsley saute those and again he says don't use any oil
3: right just use water the or water wine. no
4: he he doesn't even say that he says the water from the vegetables will wow. like let it sweat out Wow. as someone who's cooks i just know that you can do that with mushrooms you cannot do that with these vegetables yeah. like it will just It'll burn, just burn and be so-, so i put in olive oil sorry beautiful olive oil sauteed them then i added chopped spinach fresh chopped spinach
3: okay This is already incredible.
4: Parsley. About a cup of parsley. He calls for basil, but I didn't have any. Then you add the quinoa. Mix everything up. Then you remove it from the heat. And uh, And you form it it into balls? Then you add oat flour. Okay. And you're like, girl. Must we? So I took videos of all this. What's wrong with
3: regular flour?
4: Because it's processed wheat. Right. And it's about like adding... Non-processed things to it, and he goes this whole thing about how like it actually has so much like salt well, and oat, sodium. Oh, I mean, oat doesn't
3: grow in a powder, so that's processed <laughs> yeah, too. Yeah, I'm just like,
4: <laughs> y'all need to stop being so obsessed with
3: oats. No, I mean the word processed at this point, it's very just like, what are we saying is not processed?
4: Well, and he, I mean, he calls that and out. He says, says he's spoke. like bread.
3: He's like bread is processed, so you got to bake it. You know what I mean? It's just like, so why is oat flour so much better than?
4: Right. It's not really explained. It's just because it's like not processed like white wheat. And so the moment I had all these gorgeous sauteed vegetables... And and you were like, am I really going
3: to destroy it with oat flour?
4: And I saw it made 20 meatballs. So I actually took out half the vegetables and (sighs) and the quinoa and just set it aside for kind of plant-based lunches for the rest of the week. Okay. And I put in the oat flour less than he called for. And you mix it up and he says... It will start to bind if you need to add water. And I obviously knew yeah. it was going to need water. It's yeah. not just going to like these kind of non-oiled vegetables with o flowers. going to be like chunky monkey. So I added some water, start mixing, form them into balls. And then I baked them for 35 minutes or 400. Now he says to serve this um, in a sandwich <sighs> with marinara. Or over pasta, or with your favorite tangy, spicy barbecue sauce, which I was surprised he even mentioned barbecue sauce, because... It's so
3: sweet. So sweet. So much sugar, yeah. I mean, ketchup is literally just sugar in a bottle. So... I mean, the part when he's also just like, things to watch out for with sugar, he's like, some things call themselves sugar, or like, don't call themselves sugar, but they are. And then he lists them, and it's like, raw sugar, brown sugar. It's like, you know, I know brown sugar, sugar.
4: Yeah. And then he's like, maple syrup.
3: (laughs) 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 All right. So I'll this, say is this is with first no of all, sauce. they're beautiful. I love the color. I'm grabbing it. Okay, it's got some good consistency. It's a little bit spongy, but it's definitely yeah, keeping I its shape. I was
4: surprised that it kept its shape. And you know, these of course are not hot anymore. And I wanted us to experience these without a sauce to get thank you really to really, really <laughs> get the, yeah. the taste. Cheers. So, cheers. Hmm.
3: Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's.
4: It's giving some spice. It has an
3: earthy kind of pesto flavor to it. Mm-hmm. Not too much heat. Um, this The texture is, it is definitely like a little bit Odie. spongy. There's way. a
4: wetness inside yeah. that I feel like is the kind of a little bit of the oat flour with water, like keeping it together. Mm-hmm. I mean, the spices I think are good. But the something with the texture is a little bit like why it's almost
3: gel like you know yes. like, like a facial mm-hmm. gel.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, and and the, the little bits of of quinoa are actually doing a ton of the work. I think yes. to, to give, give, me a give it a little bit of the crunch, to give it some crunch. And I have to say, I was
4: surprised structure. when he said just half cup, and I put in the half cup, and it didn't even seem like that much quinoa in it. I think if I was to do this again, which I more never quinoa. will, yeah, I would do more quinoa. Um I mean, this comes back
3: to I think one of my biggest issues with vegan lifestyle. I'm um, yes, and now I am plant based right. and so I will be sort of exploring all my options, but the idea of trying to replicate meat like yes. foods to like to create this sort of this clown well, show this 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 false like, like fantasy of, That's like... That's
4: what I don't understand. Of what meat,
3: what, what was like, what what you remember meat to be like. And what we do with, you know, satan burgers and the Beyond Meat movement. He and-
4: literally shames his friend in here. That's what I was saying, that he shames her for going to this restaurant that has all this, like, fried cauliflower well, and, pops. And, he, and
3: he's like, you know what, I just prefer, like, good vegetables, but if satan's your thing, do that.
4: I love tofu. I mean... I...
3: Yeah, tofu's great on its own. I don't need tofu to, pr- to masquerade yeah. as a burger. I
4: hate, um, which is the one that's more grainy, tempeh?
3: Yeah.
4: I hate tempeh. It, it tastes like dog food. It tastes like cardboard. The only thing he says in this recipe is he says, rub your fingers on a lime to avoid <laughs> them like hurting. Um, it's
3: like a weird like old wives trick.
4: Right. The jalapenos, because he says... And well, you'll see this when I throw are... these video in the stories. Wear plastic gloves. And I was like, okay, here you are, advocating for single use plastic. Yeah. I mean he's while he, being
3: plant based. He's deeply not like sustainable boots.
4: <laughs> Missing the memo there.
3: <laughs> I mean, he has this whole section where he's like, Yeah, actually, like, um, it's way better for the environment to like go meatless. And it's like, Yes, we all know that's true because livestock production is just like such a um has such a deleterious like impact on the environment. But um, he obviously doesn't care about that.
4: <laughs> no, there's. It's he. Har- I feel like hardly he's. That's kind of a throw Like he hardly mentions yeah. the environment in this. It's really
3: just about reversing your diabetes.
4: So I should probably share that a friend of the pod will call her Miss Diva Gardener. Okay. Um, met Eric Adams. Oh yeah. He visited her garden. Well, here's some tea. He, they were like the mare's coming. He was gonna actually gonna come way earlier, and she was like, the harvest isn't ready. It's June. And of course, mayor's office. They were like, beep beep. You know, Eric yeah. wants to see the Eric peppers wants, now. Well,
3: well, Eric wants a photo op. Is yeah. what Eric wants. Hello.
4: Uh, so then he finally came in the fall, and he was so obsessed with her garden. Yeah. And
3: um, I mean, he was playing it up for the camera.
4: Wow, you don't think it was genuine?
3: <laughs> no. <laughs> well, I love that she said that he was also just like, and from now on, like is going to be the heart of the, like, rooftop gardening community. Like, before I came along, like, we didn't have this. Like, now, like, we're we're going to have this we're, on every we're building. we started a new era. And, and she was just like, this program was initiated, like, before even, like, de Blasio, like, got in. Like, oh, yeah. this is so many years in the making. And, like, he's just, like, walking in and just being, like, no. under my
4: administration. <laughs> he's like, yeah, I actually called for this to be built mm, three months ago. <laughs> and then they took a photo. I mean, she said he was very charming. Um, Although
3: not as charming term- I mean, as Prince Charles. As
4: Prince Charles. And then I think they were going to make a smoothie, but then like there wasn't enough time. <laughs>
3: <laughs> There's never enough time for a smoothie. There's yes. always time for a beer. Um, What's insane about this book is he, he tells all these other stories of all these people who are like, it's not just him and his mom and his like friend Cliff and these other people. It's like the other people who are like at death's door and they start going plant-based and a week later, like all their numbers are better.
4: Either way, it can't hurt.
3: No. Absolutely, and and this is why I'm trying it, and I'm really curious to see what happens because I, I really just want to stick to this. Because wh- okay, he has this phrase that I love, where mm. he's like, "You can't eat anything that has a face or a mother."
4: Mm. Well,
3: except, except kombucha. Hello, I was
4: about to say because <laughs> hey. I was <laughs> sipping on a kombucha while I was making this, and I was was like, I wonder what Eric thinks of kombucha.
3: Yeah. Does he think it's living? I don't think that he's like imagining plants in that way. No, I don't think he's like like my kombucha mother. I don't think he has that, like, level of, like, philosophic interest and in, like...
4: And, like, plant mamas. And, <laughs> yeah. Which is just funny because it's like that, right.
3: And the and the secret life of trees or
4: whatever. <laughs> secret life of bees and trees.
3: Um, but I do feel like it could really have an amazing impact. And I'm excited. I'm also excited to continue to drink wine during this process. And now.
4: classically, since you are a red-blooded, cis-American man, you are allowed to have... Two glasses of red wine a night.
3: Well, as my my dad said, I'm actually allowed to have three martinis a night (laughs) to keep my alcohol consumption under control.
4: And if you are born female, they really only recommend one glass of red wine if you have to.
3: If you have to? Yeah. What about... Rose-eye.
4: Right. Uh, Isn't that, does that not count? Because that's just bitch (laughs) juice. Well, I'm so excited for you. I'm really, you know, I I say I'm rolling my eyes. And of course, we're just here to joke. No, I'm just
3: curious to see because I've been, I'm like curious to see how it affects my blood pressure. Like how it affects other sort of inflammation, my general level of tiredness. Like, you know, all of the above.
4: Right. If you're going to get home and say to your brother, what are we (laughs) doing 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 tonight? tonight? (laughs) Oh, by the way, his sister slash girlfriend. She was pretty diabetic, and now she's not. Yeah. So.
3: The reversal's incredible.
4: I don't know if I'm going to go plant-based, but I'm definitely going to go more...
3: Plant-focused. Plant-focused. Okay.
4: And cut out the 4 a.m. lasagnas.
3: Yeah. Maybe it's like nothing with a face or a mother after midnight. I love that. No no faces or mothers (laughs) after midnight.
4: Celebrity Celebrity Book Club.
3: Hey Clubberinos! make sure to listen to this week's VIP Lounge, where we'll be discussing Saks Fifth Avenue's top floor exclusive
4: restaurant and seasonal uh, decor uh, ideas. Excuse me, where on the list. What about White Light's Pink Tree? Is that two Musgraves?
3: That is two Musgraves. Pink Tree, what? Yeah, no, I don't like that.
4: What about White Tree?
3: I mm-hmm. like the White Tree or Black Tree or what melania trump did the red trees <laughs> oh I, like the blood, blood, blood red trees, trees. <laughs> <laughs> we call it the bleeding tree
4: Oh, <laughs> would um, this would be so riot girl of you if it was red trees all the decorations tampons <laughs> 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 but they look like snow
3: to hear the whole thing go to patreon.com slash cbc the pod and subscribe
4: Segment, love. love
3: what does she eat what does she wear how does she live
4: what does she eat well she's plant-based she's plant-based also he talks about and we're, we're you know we're in the heart of dumbo we're just spitting distance to j street and borough hall and you know where he used to really lay down the yes. borough law and he said the guys in the halal tricks every day say what eric no chicken and rice right and he started to
3: feel like he was letting his community of truck drivers down
4: i yeah and I mean, I, don't know, I feel like I will let down communities of butchers and um, when you stop mozzarella makers, <laughs> the city Bensonhurst is going to feel. Yeah, a
3: they're going to feel the sting <laughs> yeah. of your plant. The
4: economy will. <laughs> he's juice in the morning, fruit in the morning, fruit in the morning, multiple kinds of fruit. He usually he does say he's tons of beets. Here's my question: and his meal planning. That's where I was like, okay, he's like, yeah, I'm always, he's like, if you go to the bodega and you actually can get dried beans and he's like, I'm always like soaking my beans. I just don't believe that. He's like soaking
3: chickpeas. Maybe Tracy's doing some soaking.
4: For like a stew. That
3: part, the part where he's just telling you what to buy, it is so Lauren Conrad, (laughs) where he's like telling you like, uh, introduce yourself to vegetables. Do research on how to cook that vegetable to best maintain its nutrients. Take kale, for example. Find it in your market. Buy it. Bring it home. Study the best ways to cook it. It's just like...
4: this. It's like, it's Conrad, it's Cavallari. It's, it's for an
3: alien just being like, so if you want a vegetable, first you're going to get this to the supermarket. Then you're going to want to pick it up and put it in your hand.
4: Then you want to go home. You're
3: going to want to pay for it, then take it home. And then the part where he's telling you to buy shit and he's just like... Um, yeah, he has
4: a little chapter just called Shopping. And he's like, this is feels more Cavallari. He's like... I love getting to know, like, markets in my neighborhood <laughs> and, like, checking new markets out.
3: He says, do you have a good set of knives? You'll need them to chop, mince, and dice all your favorite vegetables down to size.
4: Go <laughs> online shopping for knives. Research knives.
3: Who's explaining what a knife
4: does. And you're like, I mean, today I was like, god damn, I need to get to the knife sharpener. So it's a dangerous PSA for our listeners.
3: Is he living at Gracie Mansion? Just to get into what is where does he live?
4: Right, um, I
3: think he does. I feel yes. like him and now Blasio, that he has the
4: mansion, yeah. I think he's there with Tracy, and, and
3: they have a gorgeous set of Wustafs that like that Bill was also using.
4: And I bet also maybe he has some gorgeous Japanese pairing, vegetable paring knives. Yeah, that he got as a gift from his. Sister, I mean, he's cousin. very like
3: luxury. I feel like
4: Wustoff is also like that's kind of like medium nice. Like I do feel like he has like some crazy. Oh, you think it's more like Japanese a- deal?
3: Okay like one and it's all like it's like one steel it's like one note or whatever it's like (laughs) made from one continuous piece of ancient steel one huge
4: ancient steel
3: (laughs) I feel like Gracie Mansion is just kind of like boring stately White House vibes but like
4: right like it's big couch mahogany heavy 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 but like are they
3: bringing in so much of their art and they have like so many huge vases and like I don't traditional African masks vases. and massive paintings. I think he's
4: bringing paintings. Tracy is bringing in a few masks. Yeah. But, like, also, like, not that much personal stuff. I feel like he has, like, one <laughs> photo of his son somewhere. The,
3: when they did that, like, <laughs> the story on the apartment where he obviously didn't live, it was, like, so chaotic and crazy. And it was, like, every room was a different color. And, like... The ob- it
4: was, like, a crazy Zillow that you find <laughs> that you're, <laughs> yeah, like, damn, this place is crazy. <laughs> it's
3: a little bit, like, damn, like you live like this.
4: <laughs> purple. And, like, the bed was so high. And it's, like, so much laundry on it.
3: Yeah. But I, I say that because it's, like, he's so going to Astoria Labaya and he's going to Bond street and then he's like going to supper clubs and he's out till 3 I don't think he's
4: decorating that much like there's a few paintings and some vases but I don't like.
3: But I was like don't you think his personal style is like a little bit more like gilded and like mm. golds and dark colors and like maybe their bedspread is just like. D-
4: gold?
3: No like like dark blue or like black.
4: Mm, I feel like old borough president he had a black bedspread. Okay. But I do think it's like a, a cr- maybe a cream, mm. a beige.
0: A beige. Yeah. Maybe More in the beige gold now. era yeah,
4: rather than like black. I feel like him as a 31-year-old cop definitely had like a black comforter.
3: Covered in cum. <laughs> yeah. And it was like so, <laughs> And, 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 and so like much. And like Whopper job. juice. Do
4: cops like jerk off in the car waiting when they're on watch, do you think? Yeah. I guess I think yeah. Um, I don't. I don't think so. But they're kind of on view, though. Yeah, I don't think so. Because the
3: cop uniform is like really a lot buckles and. A cops are cops are fat, so they're like straining in their little uniforms. There's so many like walkie talkies and packs and guns and cuffs. It's like you can't get in there.
4: It's hard to do. Yeah. What does she wear? I mean,
3: she wears like suits that are a little bit baggy because now she's so hollowed and vegan.
4: But they're Although still I pretty they're, tailored. And yeah, like, now he usually is like double breasted. I feel like he's silk boxers. Yes. Absolutely silk boxers. Um but I feel like he also like has like some tidy whities and he kind of like puts them on and like when he like lost weight was like mm. You're so nasty. Not bad, Eric. <laughs> <laughs> okay, he has this part don't in think it he has that was that was being. I'm saying a few bears. that he was saying like, "Don't be braggadocious." He I was think like, he maybe because he's so
3: crypto. I feel like, don't you think he has like some stance boxer briefs, like a couple packs of some random startup that are just like man of the hour, like some weird brand.
4: Yeah, that's like Wickaway, And it's like, it's the softest material you'll ever feel in your entire life. Yeah. They've been gifting. He's like, it's an amazing company. It's all made from elephant silk plant. Yeah. you're like, oh, okay.
3: (laughs) Much better for the environment.
4: (laughs) Question about Eric. It's like, he was like posed with Anna Wintour and it was like, this thing where he was wearing the suit and it was like tailored by who or whatever. But it did feel, I was like, it doesn't look, you know, it, it doesn't look good. It, it looked good, but I was like, I kind of want him to go more bespoke.
3: Oh, and be more like three piece suit and like Wells Bonner and yeah. like plaid. And yeah, I mean, it would be cool if he were more like fashion. I mean, guy. so
4: in this like met, photo him and tracy he's wearing this like he's the mayor lily he doesn't have time to be he's such wearing a this fashionista. like painted though insane blazer that says end gun violence on the back which was pretty <laughs> ironic because <laughs> he's a cop yeah <laughs> <laughs> and it's being so like funky folksy ditmas like banner so
3: funny and it's so aoc and you're yeah. the rich dress
4: at the <laughs> <End> gun violence <laughs> uh.
3: I mean, clothing with messages, that's what needs to end. It does need
4: to end. <laughs> oh, but he says, so his thing about don't brag is like when you start losing the weight. Oh, yeah. And this is for you, okay? Is you're going to be tempted to be like, yeah, I look so fucking good. But just some people are not ready. Yes. And maybe I'm not ready. So no, everyone's don't on their own come journey. at me next week. No, saying, I'm, gonna, I'm not going to oh.
3: brag about how much weight I've lost next week.
4: How good your clothes oh, look. But what's funny about that is that he said that no one ever said he looked good. People were just like, you look sick. Yeah.
3: <laughs> and he was like, no, no, no. Here's the thing is I actually used to be yeah. sick. I mean, that's partly because people get used to you in a certain way.
4: They want you like that. Yeah. Like this little stuffed piggy. Yeah. Not a hollowed burrow president. A beautiful
3: hollowed beep. Okay. um, you Who know are what? you in oh, the book? Oh my God, who am I in the book?
4: I mean... I think I'm one of the many cops at four AM getting lasagna.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
3: and you ultimately did not adopt the plant based diet after no. your colleague Eric Adams <laughs> asked you to. And
4: I'm like still suing for my like smoke check. <laughs> and he's like, Who are you? <laughs> um I guess you're Eric Adams now.
3: Well, now I'm Eric Adams. But before before I was, like, I don't know, like, working at that LA clinic.
4: Or before maybe, like, you were, you know, at one of the dinners with Eric. I was Cara Delevingne yes, being wasted. Yes, partying, being wasted, and, like, getting or, steaks. Or and- am I,
3: <laughs> Moby and his airport porridge. Did you see that oh recipe? Oh, my God,
4: airport oatmeal. I almost made that, but I was like, that's disappointing to bring airport oatmeal
3: All right, this book is random as hell. I give it two and a half, like, pitta out of five. I give
4: this two stone out of five inches (laughs) to, like, learn measurements. I don't know, like, I liked the anecdotes, and I do think it's, like, cool that, like, Keever, it's more about health on the inside and not weight loss.
3: Yes, I was blown away by the results aspect of this, and I like that it's, like, Pretty much has nothing to do with aesthetics. Like, he is just that only, is original
4: and cool. I think of he's him
3: only talking about health problems and how food reverses it. Like, that's it. But, uh, the
4: rest I felt were I'm a little confused by why
3: this book exists, why it was published when it was. The recipes are random,
4: the recipes are super random. Maybe I would like more photos, yeah, of food. You may be interviewing more people or something like that, being a little more constituents
3: about it, and it's and and the data is a little bit like where I'm AC st-
4: one yeah, who? are you getting
3: this from? And it's, it's a,
4: from the Hay House it's reports. A
3: little Random anecdotes.
4: So yeah, that's a two for me.
3: Two point five, but I'll get back to you next week with the results of my plant based diet. Okay, maybe like four. And maybe I'll just be like, this is the most important book I've ever written.
4: Second book in a row where Moby is mentioned. By the way, that we've read.
3: Okay, we're on a Moby streak. Yeah. I'm going to be a strip, if you will. Listen.
4: Well, well, things kind of got crazy, I think, because it's a really personal...
3: (laughs) This was a really personal journey. One of
4: the most personal episodes we've done. Yeah,
3: of history, food, politics, (laughs) and culture.
4: And it's scary for everyone, so tensions run high because maybe you're not ready to go plant-based. So just... Be patient with yourself.
3: Yes, and be so generous with yourself and take your journey and maybe just start going meatless on a Monday.
4: Or a Wednesday. doesn't um, have to rhyme.
3: <laughs> meatless Wednesdays. Wednesdays. I think you mean alliteration. Yeah, yeah. that's what I meant. <laughs> Do you
4: remember when Batali did Meatless Mondays? Anyway, <laughs> canceled. Um,
3: uh, don't forget to come to our show in Britain. And Chicago. On 1018 and 107. By tickets And see now. us
4: look hollow. <laughs>
3: <laughs> come see <laughs> me new Hollow Cheeks in Chicago on 107. Okay. All right. Best.
4: Best. Celebrity Book Club is presented by The Study of Prologue Projects. The show is produced by Benjamin Frisch, who's my uncle, um, who was once 500 pounds and is now 100 pounds. With editorial support from Leon Nafok, Andrew Parsons, Arlena Revelo, and Madeline Kaplan. Um, With a plant-based diet, they are all now also about 50 pounds. Our production manager is Persever Lynn. Our intern is Noah John, original theme song by Stephen Phillips Horst. His music is great to work out to. Artwork by Teddy Blanks at Chips NY. Amazing artist. Um, I've never met him, but I've heard good stuff. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at CBC The Pod. Subscribe to your favorite podcast app. Leave us a review. And don't forget to tell your friends about us. Spread the word. And don't forget to go to patreon.com for access to the VIP Lounge, recipes, and our exclusive bonus podcast.